Good morning, everybody. This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's up? Happy Friday. Good morning. I hope everybody's feeling well, looking good, being your best. Happy birthday to my dear friend, Mizana Over. We've known each other for many, many, many years. <laughs> we met at Howard University. She was fun, you guys. She was just amazing. She was just this uh, breath of California uh, fresh air. She was really, really cool. And a lot of people really uh, were taken by her. And uh, I could get into it, but she listens to this podcast, and I don't think she'd appreciate me breaking everything down. But, um, yeah, she's just a very cool person. Most spiritual young person I had ever met. I mean, she had faith like my dad, and that was pretty incredible. So happy birthday, Mizana. Uh, Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. She always gives me an encouraging word through all of this ordeal with my mom and this dementia. So thank you so much. Your friendship is uh, invaluable to me. And I will do whatever I can to help you uh, achieve all your dreams and goals. You know, you just deserve that. All right. Happy birthday. Have another amazing year. Um, So let's get into it. Uh, you know, it just occurs to me that the bar for excellence is fairly low these days. I mean, people don't have manners. People aren't respectful. Everybody's all in their feelings. People feel disrespected all the time, even though they don't give any respect to anybody. And it's just like we need to pull back and take a collective deep breath. You know, uh, Chinese spy balloons, you know. They say that there's been a bunch of them, but the reality is they don't need spy balloons. They have, now I could see China's government lying about it, but they have TikTok. They don't need to spy on us through balloons. Uh, They have TikTok, which I think the balloons are the Trojan horse. Pay attention to the balloons and ignore TikTok. Do I think China's government monitors Americans? and gathers our information from TikTok? Yes, I do. That's why I don't use the app anymore. I like TikTok. I I used to spend as much time as anybody on TikTok. You look around, it's like, damn, I've been looking at this shit for 30 minutes. What am I looking at? You know, but they count on that. Did you know that the version of TikTok that's in China is all educational and you got to be a certain age to be on it and they cut it off after 30 minutes? But the the TikTok they send to the rest of the world is, you know, the algorithm goes nuts. Whatever you want, you got it. It's like a, a, a drug dealer. I'm telling you, there's more to that. I'm not a Josh Hawley fan, but I don't think he's wrong. Yeah, and then people go, well, Facebook and all the other social media companies, they follow you too. Yeah, but I would rather have the U.S. government spying on me than China. And do I think companies use information they get off Facebook? Yes. Yeah, they use it to market to us and maybe other things. But I don't trust that the Chinese government is not gathering intel on Americans. And we're giving it to the giving it to them because we sign up for TikTok and watch it for hours. So, you know, I don't, I don't think the balloons are nearly as big of a deal as TikTok. So 
that's my two cents on that. I've I've done some research on it. It made me uncomfortable. I read some of their rules and regulations. They can if you're if you have TikTok on your phone, they can activate your microphone whenever they want. They can listen in on your conversations whenever they want. I mean, it's a little scary. And the fact that people are so comfortable turning over that freedom and for what? You know? I don't I don't know. I'm on still on Instagram. Um, but TikTok is just that's not what's up for me. Um and I know how people can get confused because you to everything you turn over is made in China. So it's like we like China for some things, but not for real, for real. It's like we we don't want to marry China. We just want to keep her inside peace status forever. It's weird. It's very, very weird and confusing. Oy. So, um, you know, I was thinking, well, Tyree, this Tyree Nichols situation, it is plainly obvious. The mainstream media probably hasn't caught up to this story yet. But if you go on YouTube, you will definitely see uh, sources that I feel like I can trust because they don't have a reason to make anything up, you know, because it just didn't make sense. Police, police are abusive all the time, but not like that. You know, that that was a whole nother level. It had to be personal, you know, and he wasn't resisting. And so, like I said, like I predicted, this is not George Floyd, you know, mostly because liberals don't know what to do. You know, if black people uh, are beating the other black people up, that was how do they jump in and help? Uh, they don't know. So I knew that wave wouldn't come. Uh, and then, you know, uh it just sort of seems like the whole department, which is predominantly black, has some issues. I don't know if it's predominantly black. Let me be clear. I that I don't know that. But the people we keep seeing, the chief, the officers, you know, it looks like predominantly black or they have a lot of black people on their police force. Um, and so I think people don't want to mess with that because black on black violence doesn't draw anybody out. You know? Nobody, these these liberal do-gooders, nobody is talking about uh, the fact that there's a young black person murdering another young black person right now, probably somewhere in the United States. I mean, it's almost like I don't believe in conspiracy theories and the proverbial they. I don't know who they are, but it almost feels like someone was like, hey, if we're sick of black people, all we got to do is just turn up their self-hatred and make them get rid of themselves. We'll let them use the N-word in all their music. We'll make that music super popular. We'll elevate the poorest of the poor, make them super rich, and they'll be super uncomfortable being wealthy, and they will uh, blow all their money and ruin other people's lives. And uh, there'll be predators that will take care of the the low-hanging fruit you know, and uh, steal everybody's publishing. And like, we'll just be able to destroy the black community through music. What do you think? <laughs> it's, it's like somebody had a meeting and was like, let's fuck them up. Let's make them fuck each other up. 
And it happened around 1992. I remember when music changed and every dude who had been wanting to use the N-word finally was free. And then they just started creating this whole nation of young people who wanted to use the N-word, black, white, Asian, whatever. I remember I was watching a story and this is when I knew things had had gone really, really left and no one seemed to notice or care. I think Buster Rhymes was telling the story how he got off of a plane in Japan and the plane was surrounded by Japanese kids, which was good. I mean, that's dope. International um, appeal. But every single one of those kids was calling the N-word. I don't know how I would feel about that. So you've packaged and created this word that really is a hate-filled slur. Send it all around the world and made people think it's not that bad. And then you wonder why racism is still alive when you fly into a country. <laughs> it's like, or fly into this country. I mean, and I don't care what anybody says. It's not a term of endearment. It's a term of hatred. And I think it's a term of hatred when we use it with each other. You know, otherwise you wouldn't be able to stand over somebody and shoot him in the face because he looks like you. It should be it should be harder to kill somebody that looks like you. But when you have so much self-hatred, you just kill anybody who looks like you. And it makes me sad and it makes me wonder what we are teaching people. So critical thinking has gone out of the window. A lot of people don't understand if I shoot and kill you, it's not a video game. I'm going to prison. And it's going to be horrible. I was was listening like the 50 Cent book, Hustle Harder, uh, Hustle Smarter or something like that. And he paints a picture of prison that is horrible. You know, people screaming, uh, lots of mentally ill people, people who are cracking up under the pressure of being in prison. And this was the one that was like, what? And somebody loudly jerking off with mayonnaise. Yipes. Who wants to go and do that? Why would you want to live in prison? Yet we have set up a generation or two of young men to think that prison is some sort of badge of honor. They'd rather go to prison than uh, work at McDonald's. Can't afford to eat McDonald's. Rather be in prison than work at McDonald's. What in the world is happening that's crazy it's crazy it's crazy they look down on working hard you a sucker you doing all that work well i can get out here in these streets okay that ain't nothing nice and i don't know how we're gonna turn it around the girls ain't got no sense either you would say okay well if girls would just like raise their standards boys would change well the girls you know, somebody was like, okay, and in the meantime, let's demoralize the women, give them super low self-esteem, and just make them want anybody. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> they just go along with these dudes. Like, they let these dudes trash their credit, drive their cars, live in their homes, and live off of them. Now, of course, this isn't all young people and it's not all black people and it's not all you know but there are a number of people who do this more than you would imagine and this is how they live and that's their life philosophy and 
these neighborhoods, they, especially in St. Louis County, these neighborhoods that used to be black middle class strongholds are now dominated by what I just described. People who uh, may or may not have a lot of education, they don't have a lot of income, and they have somehow managed to move into formerly uh, nice middle class areas. Some of them were predominantly black, some of them weren't, and now they're predominantly poor areas because people have kids, they don't have a lot of money, they don't have a lot of education, and they got uh, pieces of boyfriends who, you know, kind of work. You know, it's just sad. It's just really, really, really sad because we used to be more aspirational. And now I think I heard a phrase that really bummed me out. I heard this kid say, you know, if you can't afford a Bugatti, then your your life is just, you know, your life is trash or something like that. And I'm like, motherfucker, most people can't afford a Bugatti. What are you talking about? It's like, what, maybe 30 people in the world who have Bugattis or something crazy? It's not like a Toyota. If you can't afford a Toyota, your life is trash. How about that? And maybe, maybe you don't need a car. You know, especially if you ain't got no job. Why would you need the car for? But let's not get into semantics. But seriously, there are plenty of good used cars out here. And everybody is singing about Bugattis. But that don't mean that that's normal. You know, and then one of my friends was like, well, I can't imagine what the car note on a Bugatti is. I was like, there's no fucking car note on a Bugatti. It's a $2 million car. You either have $2 million to go buy the thing or you don't. If you finance a Bugatti, you might be an idiot. So, oh, I just feel like we are way... Common sense has just gone down the drain. People are not making smart moves. And if you don't surround yourself by smart people, you are going to suffer. And I guarantee it. The five people you deal with the most, that's who you become. Seriously. I deal with my mom. I do not want to become a a dementia patient. However, I will say the rest of my squad, my friends are top-notch humans. They are good people. But, you know, some of y'all out here hanging out with folks that they're no good and you know they're no good. They'll they'll get you in trouble or they'll call you all day with all their problems and expect you to sit there and listen to them. And they only want to take from you. They don't want to give anything to you. You know, I've had to get rid of people in my life that... You know, I was being pulled in so many directions and I could feel myself breaking. I'm like, I don't have it for you. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I can't heal you. I can only be me. And every time you call me, you want a piece of me and I don't got it for you. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you got to figure out how to be in this world yourself. I feel bad for people who are born with no protective coating, but you got to figure out how to do it and you can do it. Other people do it, so you can do it too. You have to figure out what your special gift is and give it nonstop to the world till it's your time to go. And no one can tell me that everybody wasn't born with something special about them. And that's your unique contract with God, and you get to figure out what it is 
and share with the world. And no one can take that from you. And I believe there are a lot of people out here who were born under circumstances that are keeping them from seeing how blessed and beautiful and prosperous they are. I mean, we are slaughtering ourselves, especially young black people. And I I don't know who the girls are going to marry. You know, it's 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 a problem and no one is talking about it. Dementia winter is coming and no one is talking about it. It's almost like people want you to just, you know, ignorance is bliss, maybe. It's like the end of the world, but no one wants to tell you. So, like, watch this instead. And, you know, I'm not trying to be grim. I don't think it's the end of the world, but I do think that things are changing and things are going to get difficult. And you got to be prepared emotionally, physically, spiritually. You got to be prepared. So on that note, it's Friday, February the 10th. Happy birthday to my friend Muzana again. And everybody, just stay strong. Stay in the game. Be your best self. Read a book. You know, learn something new. Be better than you were yesterday. I work on that all the time. I'm working on trying to let God be God and let things into my life. Because I know that I've put things in motion that should be moving in a different direction than they're moving. So if they're not showing up, it's got to be something in the way I'm seeing things. So I'm learning to let it in, right? Got to let it in. Let go and let God. All right, everybody, be your best. Take care. CBD gummies, get them. I use a company called Equilibria. It's uh, designed for women. I wanted to make sure I wasn't giving my mom too strong of a dose. Uh, But that world is wide open and uh, I am super excited. Uh, I look forward to the day I can also. uh, So marijuana is available in Missouri. I'm probably going to go to a dispensary and see what what's up with that. Um, I never loved getting high, but I mean, I certainly wasn't going to lose a job or have problems in my life over marijuana. But we got a store around the corner, so I'm going to check it out. But I, I really want to do an ayahuasca trip. So I really feel like there's some stuff in my brain that uh, needs to be dissected. I need a I need a professional. I'm not trying to go uh, to somebody low rent talking about they, they know how to do psychedelics. But I'm, I'm interested in that. Yeah, I'm interested in learning more about myself. And trying to get past some of these blocks that I have. Because they go way back. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, I ramble. I ramble because I care. And did you see that? I did not yawn today. Thank you. All right, everybody. Have an amazing weekend. Be good.